Welcome to By Design, where we offer encouragement for you in your home and your soul. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And we just want to thank you for tuning in with us today. We're glad to have you here. Don't forget to head over to our website. It's bydesignpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. We're at By Design Podcast. And the same on Facebook. We're at By Design Podcast. So um, our website, will have links to stuff too, just pictures and whatever we're chatting about. So yeah, you're going to want to go for there today too, because it's exciting now that we're getting into more rhythms of fall and routines that we are leading a Bible study this fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's starting a week from now and on September 12th. But even if you miss the first one, it's not a big deal. So if you're in the area, we would love you to join us. We're going to have a link to where you can sign up for that online on our website. So go over to bydesignpodcast.com where you can get all the info and um, sign up there. We're doing... Another Heather Holloman study. Oh, she's our girl. So we've heard her on the podcast. She's a friend of the show. We're so excited. We're doing her new Bible study, Included in Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's hot dogs, man. It's really good. (laughs) It's really good. Well, I can think of a lot of things that are better than hot dogs, but it's just really great. Yeah. No, it is. And we need to have her back on too. I know. We really do. I was thinking it'd be fun to have her at the end of the... I have some big ideas. I want to like host a big thing and have her come. So you host something big. I know. Weird. I want to. I want her to come be part of one of our pursuit nights. So mm, that would be. It'd lovely. be fun to have that at the end of our study in October. So we're trying to work on that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yes, you really don't want to miss this. It's it's through the book of Ephesians, talking about that we are included with in Christ. We are adopted and chosen. And just what does that mean? How does that mm. look? And how should you be living differently because of that? Right. What will that change for us now? Yeah. You know, so it's going to be a great study. I can't wait. I know. Me too. It'll be great. It's going to be fun leading together again. We haven't done that. We haven't done that for a while. I've we've both led in different capacities and with different people, which has been wonderful. I've loved the women. I've. I think you have. You did too. I've kind of been on a break. Yeah, that's okay. So it's. I am excited. Yeah, (laughs) we're back together. So, um, that being said, and then you know, fall. It's been so busy. And we've had some extra house guests, which have been just lovely. We meaning you. But we, yes, Kurt and I have had some extra children. So we started school with five kids in the house and um, they only just left when their dad came home. So my friend Mel, I'm Mm going to use names today just so that you guys can, my friend Mel, um, (laughs) she is just a beautiful friend of ours. And um, her and her husband have just served so faithfully in the whole world, like literally. And um, her mom has been sick. And so she had to go back across the pond over to England and to be with her mom as her mom is passing and from cancer. And it's just been really hard to watch. And, you know, especially when you're so far away, you just feel so helpless. So we were so fortunate to be able to have their kids with us um, while they heard their dad was traveling with work with Kids Alive and their mom has been in England. And so I was just so struck by Mel. So when I was sitting with her before before she left and she was bringing some of the kids stuff over and, you know, she she looked at me with like tears in her eyes and just so like thankful. And she said, Lynn, I get to, I get to go and cheer my mom across the finish line. I get to, you know, watch her finish her race well and strong. And, you know, we, you and I have talked a lot about, you know, that we're called to run our race here on earth. Mm-hmm. You know, we each have our own race to run. And how, you know, Mel was just saying like, now my mom's finishing her race and I get to be there and cheer her over the finish line. And like, it gave me goosebumps when she said it. And I was just like, oh my golly, what a privilege to get to do that. And to look at that with such hope, you know, she knows her mom's a believer and 
you know, she knows where she's going. And mm. um, so there's hope in it, even though there's sadness on, on this side because they'll have to live without their mom. But I just, I was really struck by that. Like, how, how do we encourage other believers, you know? And then a lot of times it gets awkward when they're sick or they are getting into that. We don't know what to do, but mm-hmm. we can be cheering them on, you know? And I just thought that was just a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's complicated to come mm-hmm. alongside and, and I think know what to say when someone is losing a, a loved one and they're watching them, you know, fade away. And it's a whole different story too, when the family member is outside of the family of Christ, when they're right. not found safe and wrapped in the clothes of Christ. Right. right. You know what I mean? And then, and then, you know, and you want to offer that hope, but we can't for sure say, you know, that's not our place to judge where people are going. But we also know, right? Like if you're not in Christ, we know what the Bible says and we believe it to be true. So, Right. We can't. I mean, it's not that you want to hit someone over the head with that brick while they're losing someone they love. But at the same time, um, it, it should be a wake up call to us and the people in our circles of how we're living at the life that we do have. You know, mm-hmm. like we can't um, we can't save people. No, only God can. And we can't answer for their salvation clearly. But what we can do is take a look at our own lives and it can you know, the Bible talks about um, it sort of being a blessing to be in the house of mourning. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is, is so that you're aware that you're not hiding from the fact that we will die. I think, you know, most of us kind of ignore that fact. We think we're going to live forever. Well, or we just don't want to go there. You don't go there. But when you're in the house of mourning, it can make the truth of life being shorter. Um, very real. Very real. Yeah. And so... Anyway, it can make us want to make our calling and election sure, and also to love the people around us better, and mm. um, you know, point and be bolder. Yeah, to to show and point out this God that we have. You know, it's funny. I think of that Francis Chan. Have you seen that YouTube clip of him talking about how you know it says in James that this life is a vapor, right? Mm. And we have eternity is at stake, whether we mm-hmm. want to admit it or not. And this life matters. Like this is a vapor and it matters where we spend the rest of eternity. Like that's mm. our deciding. And he has a, a a rope and a little part of it is he shows that this is, this is our life right now. And it's like a two inch long piece of rope. This mm. is your life. Okay. Beginning to end. And then the rope just goes on and on and on and on and on. And this is eternity. And yet we get so focused on that first two inches that we lose sight of eternity. Right. And wow. It's just a really, it's a really great like visual reminder, but it's so true. We get so caught up in our here and now and our, that we forget that eternity is at stake and in the way we're living our lives, it's impacting and influencing those around us, whether we realize it or not. Mm -hmm. And so the choices that we make in the way that we love and the way things that we say and the way that we act are all very much pointing to whether we believe what the Bible says is true or not. And then, then eternity's at stake. Mm-hmm. And we'll all stand before God one day for how we lived that two inches, you know? And so I just love that reminder of, and it's easy for me, I'm preaching this to myself because I'm just mm-hmm. as bad and guilty of getting so caught up in my to-do list and there's so much to do and there, and there is, and we need to steward all those things well and, and be smart and wise about it. But eternity is at stake, you know, so you just have to hold everything very loosely and not get 
so tied to this world and to our plans and to mm-hmm. controlling matters and um, relationships and situations that we can keep Christ in the forefront of all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think on my Christian journey, I've, as a follower of Christ, there have been hot and cold times where I've always been really, uh, I've really known who I am, but there were those years where I wasn't, my heart wasn't quite so on fire mm-hmm. and I wasn't um, maybe producing this crop, you know, right. I wasn't producing the fruit. I wasn't involved and maybe I was hiding out a bit. I think we all have those absolutely those times or at the same, on the same token where we're just, we, we don't know how to change our certain perspective mm-hmm. or our, our current situation. Cause we're kind of, you know, maybe you have a spouse who doesn't know the Lord. And so how do you, how do you turn your home life around to bring Christ into some of it? It's, it's hard to make those right. changes and, and start really living out your faith in the everyday if you're not. Right. But I, I would just want to encourage people out there to do one small thing. And, and, um, and it might be out of your comfort zone. Like it might be right. out of your habit. Like we, we all have habits that we created. Some mm-hmm. are productive and good and some of them aren't, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I play heyday way too much. So like, mm-hmm. I know there are some time wasting things I've done and I still do that I need to be mm-hmm. more aware of. But, but maybe make a list of things, you know, things that scare you, but that yeah. you could do to deepen your faith or to serve others well, or maybe you don't know how to get involved and serve like, and love the orphans and to love the hurting like we're called to do. Maybe you believe in the Lord and you're not really doing those things. Maybe there's a neighbor that drives you crazy, you know, and it's just really hard mm-hmm. to love them. And that's okay. Like, we've, we are not yeah. saying that it's going to be easy no. and that we don't But empathize. I say if you get those things written down on a note card and you mm-hmm. pray over them, I believe that God will hear and bring opportunities. And along with that, bring a boldness to where you'll take steps. And before you know it, you'll be on this path that you never knew you would, you could be going down. Danette, you're so right. Like bringing those things into the light, when you write them down, it makes mm -hmm. them real, right? Yeah. And say them out loud. And you might not even know what they are until you really put some thought into it. You might not feel like there are ways that you could be serving and proclaiming Christ. And, you know, the reason we're talking about this, at least uh, you were talking about it in light of life ending and, you know, um, watching our friends lose loved ones and and even knowing that our lives themselves are limited, you know. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow, I you know. know My and- husband uh, at his job just two weeks ago, one of the guys he works with's wife was driving with her son who's like three years old Aww. and she was in a car accident and was ripped from the car. And, oh and um and they, they found the son later walking around out in a cornfield. Like, so I picture, I picture my little rage who's right, three that's heartbreaking. and he was walking around and, and when they found him, he didn't know that his mom had died, oh but he was like, you know, he asked the people that found him like is, um, well, mommy disappeared. Like he got himself out of the car seat and went looking for her. Like he was in the middle <gasps> untouched. Oh the car golly. was like destroyed. Oh, that um, poor baby. Yeah. But he was like, did, but did mommy and, uh, or did daddy and so-and-so, yeah. are they, did they disappear too? Like he didn't know if just everyone Why? disappeared. Where do they go? But and, like, that was just a normal guy at yeah. work and his young mom, she's in her thirties. Yeah. Gone. Right. It's so, so hard. And we've watched friends, you know, everyone knows somebody has been touched by loss, right? And, and mm-hmm. Or someone that's grieving. And I was actually talking to a couple yesterday at church and 
Oh, golly, they're an amazing couple and they lost their son this spring tragically and um, without any warning in a car accident and just the brokenness, you know, that they're facing and yet they still choose to worship mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily feel like it. Mm-hmm. And there are some days where they're, you know, are worse than others and, but they're consciously trying to use it to know that it's, you know, God's the author of life and death and, but then she was, she was explaining it to me yesterday. She's like, you know, it's like a sacred, she said she read it somewhere. Like it's a sacred dance. Grieving is a sacred mm-hmm. dance. And I was like, oh, I, I, I believe you, you know, that's, it's mm-hmm. kind of, there's, there is beauty in the grieving. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. like the, those are black people are blessed in the house of mourning. Like mm-hmm. I can see that in them, you know? And, but like, they've been like Job, they've been like, the Lord gives and takes away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. And yeah. that takes, that's hard to say, you know, for people that are walking that road and just to be aware, to not be so flippant, you know, it's been very good for me to, mm-hmm. to weep with those that weep, you know, and, and to feel deeply and to, and to love them. And they challenges me, you know, as a, as a, right. Let's make the most of yeah. the opportunities that we have. Well, while we have them. Yeah. I've been reading this book. Uh, it's by John Piper. It's called Don't Waste Your Life. Mm. And he has this really, I mean, he, it's posted on um, YouTube where he has like this seven minute message. It's kind of, I think maybe the um, inspiration for this book, or maybe it's about the book or something. It's, it's called the same thing. Don't waste your life. And he, he's talking about spending your life um, just always being diverted on diversion. Mm. There's so many things here that take that Satan wants to use to keep our eyes off what really matters in this life. Um, and, and so we get caught up in, in filling our time and our lives with those things. Um, like, and even comforts and pleasures, you know, we, mm-hmm. not that we can't enjoy those things. Um, right. And be thankful for them. We can, if we have our, if we know that they're gifts from God, That's but right. it's, it it's, drives us to worship. Yeah. And it's, it's wrapped in a life that is serving. Yep. I think of course, enjoy what God has given us, but if you have, if you have all enjoyment and pleasure and that, you know, your and that's where your hope's in. Yeah. Um, well, that's a scary place to be. It is. He was John Piper in this seven minute message was, um, he was given an example of, a um, an older couple. They were like me, not older. They're in their fifties, <laughs> but they had retired early right? and they spent every day out on the boat and, like that's what they were spending their time. And he was like, that is what he would call um, a failure, not a success. Like right. the world would say that's a success because they were able to retire early and they're just enjoying their whole life. And that's all, everything that's wrapped in it. It sounds, it sounds like they're living like right. the American dream. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's like, so one day we will all meet our savior or the creator. We all, mm-hmm. we will be on a knee. Every and, knee will bow. And he goes, you know, he was talking about these people will say, look at all the shells I've collected. Yeah. And that's what they'll have to show is a life spent on pleasure and, um, you know, not loving people and helping people and showing them the real meaning of life. And so it's just a, such a inspiring book to read. Oh, and yeah. This message too that he's out. We'll share a link and to I it. love that. I love that way of thinking that, okay, maybe you get to a, a spot financially where you you are able to retire. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that you can just set up on the beach for the next 20 years, right? Like, yeah. like you can still make your life count and you can mm-hmm. still do things. And I know I have friends who used to be in ministry, okay, that were pastors. And they, so you would say, okay, they're pastors, but now they've left ministry for whatever reason. 
and they're working in offices. And, you know, I have a friend and he is just as much a pastor now. Like he's pastoring his whole, all of his coworkers, mm-hmm. whether they know it or not, you know, mm-hmm. like he is still being used by God. So there's no, well, he's not a pastor anymore. So he's not, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It doesn't matter what you do. You can mm-hmm. shine your light, you know? And yeah. Um, I'll find this. I took a screenshot of something I wanted to read that. Um, what did we do before we could take screenshots of stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I live in. Did you know that on Pinterest, you can take a screenshot on Pinterest and it saves it to you automatically. It has made a secret board for you for screenshots. Did you know that on your phone? I don't know. I didn't know that until like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like taking a screenshot just to save a hair. Cause you know, I'm all about my hair. Yeah. And it saved it to screenshots. I was like, Oh, wow. that's good to know. I, Sorry, all, there's no, my that's little. That's good to know. All my all trail. my images back up to my Dropbox. Like, Dropbox yeah, so I always go there, but it's like they're on Pinterest. Yeah, mm, that's good. There to you know. go. Okay. Anyway, this is the quote he said. Um, John Piper. He said, "To make a difference in the world, you just have to know a few great, unchanging, simple, glorious things and be set on fire by them." So he was talking about how we feel like if we don't have this big degree or we don't have mm-hmm. lots of money. Um, whatever, that we don't have anything to offer. Right. But the small things, and he was talking about obviously knowing our Lord and grabbing on tight, and that's the one thing. And if we're set on fire by that, we have enough to change the world. It's a ripple effect he was talking about. Like one small thing, how how God can take that and use it. And we might not see the end of it, but in eternity, I think we'll be shown it. Yes, Just like what an impact it had made. And the joy, the joy that will be, you know, that we'll get to experience because of that. So, Anyway, um, if you don't feel like you have within yourself mm. enough to make a difference, if you are in Christ, um, you, you have, have no idea. Yeah, like, yeah, you have so much power at your fingertips Absolutely. in His name, and so just—I don't know—let's be encouraged in that. Find ways right? to love people well. Let's do that, and absolutely let Jesus flow out of us mm-hmm. in the way that our. I have a quote actually. Oh, it's downstairs. The Mother Teresa quote. I'm going to take mm. a picture of it. It'll be on the website. So if you want to know what it says, you're going to have to go to the website. <laughs> What's it say? I'm so, oh, you're going to have to go oh. there. <laughs> go to bydesignpodcast.com. See how sneaky uh, I am there. Yeah, you're great. I love it. Sneaky. Well, And how about your friend Mel? So you, you were saying yeah. that her mom, she was standing by her mother who had run her race well. And yeah. it was a full life, right? Yeah. A, a and so like lived. what, you know, what a gift to know that that legacy mm-hmm. is going to live on, you know, through Mel who has just lived her life for others and... Um, and her and her kids, you know, they've just, they serve so well. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just been very challenging for me. Like, yeah, may I be a woman that is um, full of grace and love and able to to keep running my race well, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just, it was just a reminder that, yeah, we are still running a race, mm-hmm. even though we get so sidetracked by all the busyness and the other things, you know, we're still running a race. So this mm-hmm. is your, like, we're cheering you on right now. So whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, let's do it hard, like work hard and do our best for the glory of God because mm-hmm. eternity is at stake, you know? And I just, I need to be reminded of that often. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I, I left it. So my sweet friend gets to come home this week and her mom's going to be passing soon and she'll be in glory, you know, mm-hmm. worshiping at the feet of Jesus and, uh, and no more pain and perfect and whole. And that's, that's, a nice thing, you know? So if you know somebody maybe that has lost somebody, even if it's been in the last year, you know, sometimes you just need to text them and say, I'm praying for you today. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes we, we so easily move on, 
like I was talking about that with that couple that lost their son in the spring, you know, it's so easy just to move on and, and forget that they're still living with this pain day to day to day. And, um, you know, we, we move on so quickly mm-hmm. and that's sometimes can be hard when you've lost somebody to watch people just move on so quickly. So it's Everyone just that being on. aware, yeah, yeah being aware that they are still hurting, you mm-hmm. know, they, there's still a gaping hole in their chest and, um, you know, just to give them a hug and say, we're still praying for you, you know, yeah. and that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part, you know, after the shock wears off of losing someone yeah. is trying to live life when they're not there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the, the hard part. I don't think it ever gets easy. You know, mm-hmm. you, just, you just have to get used to a new normal and that's really hard mm-hmm. getting used to a new normal. Yeah. You know, I have a, a really close friend that um, growing up, she lost her brother and her, you know, how devastating that was for her parents. And mm-hmm. they never, you know, her, her mom carried that weight with her, her whole life. Yeah. And we had, we were just talking recently how her mom had finally went to, her mom has internalized everything and she's had so many illnesses and pains and so much, you know, she's oh, been on like so many medicine itself in, in her, her body. body. Yeah. Because oh. the, so finally she, like, it's been. 30 years yeah. of this, basically, her mom has been, you know, carrying this. And um, one doctor finally <laughs> said to her, well, have you never seen a counselor? Oh. And she was like, well, no, no one ever thought right. I should or no one mentioned that to me. So she's finally getting oh, good. some help. Good, good, good. But I mean, you know, I know. These, this kind of loss, uh, it it runs so deep into our, mm. our souls and our bodies that we carry it. And so we, we have to remember to... To love people well and um, don't forget about them. And, you yeah. know, even 30 le- years later, absolutely, you know, we can still start putting some of the pieces together. There's yeah. always hope. and Absolutely. I'm uh, so with you on that. I've been really thankful for like the community that can we can be such a encouragement to each other, you know, just by showing up and, and sending those texts and stuff. So that's where it's nice, whether you're maybe you don't have people that are going to encourage you that way. But there's, there's a lot of um, counselors and uh, resources at churches all over mm-hmm. the country. You know, there's some great churches out there and counselors mm-hmm. that can point you in the right direction. So it's exciting because our church has been expanding a little bit and um, we've been able to, you know, they're able to grow with a lot of people, new people coming means a lot more struggle, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so we are able to, we're hoping to, use the new building that we've gone over and bought to have the new offices at. And um, as we've called, they've dubbed it the Life Change Center. And um, it'll be exciting to see, you know, it being used to help reach people in our community. So mm. that'll, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for, you know, you and I have talked quite a bit just about some hurting people that we know and just wanting answers and yeah. and help for people who aren't in the church who need to be loved and shown the love and of they Christ. Don't know where and to go? They don't ha- where do they go? Where do they end up? And right. So many. It seems like there's so many dead ends. Yeah. And so I don't know. It is exciting. So, but this new building, we've been um, maybe we can talk a little bit about the design of it because yeah, you've been very heavily involved with the design of the new church expansion at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've alluded to that a few times, like yeah. this project that we're excited to share, and it is the um, Calvary Church Life Change Center. Um, it's yeah. so, it really is exciting. So yeah. we have been able to serve our church this way by helping with a lot of the selections, the design, the layout, 
all of these. The finishes, the furniture, <laughs> the artwork. It's all uh, coming together right now. And, and it's looking really pretty. It is. It's just so great. I think, I think we have been carrying this as like a monkey, a giant, very <laughs> heavy monkey. Maybe it's a gorilla <laughs> like on our backs and um, just yeah. wanting to do a good job. Been a labor of love. It really it's has. taken so much time. But, you know, we're, we were glad to, to do it. It's just... Not you know, being on the tail end of it, too, is just yeah. all of the crazy finishing, you know, all the little things that come up. And, you know, your commercial background has been <laughs> a blessing and a curse. <laughs> right. I curse myself. <laughs> so it's been... But you have done an amazing job. So... We've done an amazing it's job. It's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So what would you say for our viewers so they can start kind of visualizing some of the finishes. What would you call this style-wise? That's so good. It's, we have kind of a twist here on I know. kind of like an industrial and traditional mix of finishes. Slash mid-century modern. True. <laughs> With some of the furniture. It is, yeah. It we've, really is a great... We've, we've mixed it all together somehow. Um, but I oh. think it's going to be really cool. Oh my God. It's so cool. All the different textures of the wood and the concrete and, and uh, like wainscoting like white uh, wainscoting white paneled um to the light fixtures mm-hmm. which are just so fun and we kind of based we have a really neutral palette in this project mm-hmm. so there's some wood you know that we're using some reclaimed wood of course um but then we're using like white and gray and then a very 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 dark gray yeah some really and, dark navy colors uh, um but basically and that's it that's and, it. And like the gold brass finishes and mm-hmm. um, and we're going to bring color in with plants and artwork and artwork and yeah. it's going to be beautiful. And the furniture has like is leathers and some beautiful um, upholstered with, you know, the nail heads and yeah. it's just going to be yeah. really mm-hmm. is, it's coming together really well. So we're yeah. really excited to share some photos with you mm-hmm. and like the finishing ones, obviously the unveiling will be Yeah, a big that's going to be down weeks. the road a little bit because... I th- really feel like the artwork is the finishing touch on this all. I and agree. we're just getting into that now. Mm-hmm. And since we have such a neutral palette, I really believe like the color that we're going to select in our artwork is just going to be so much vivid. Like, yeah. It's, life. And, yeah. It really will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. I know. I'm trying to think. Um, so what do you, what would you say is your favorite, your favorite space? element in there? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Or space. Which, yeah. which room is your favorite room so far? <laughs> well, I'm loving the lobby, of course. Yeah. We that did, light fixture is wicked cool. Yeah. We did a little bit of custom work with the ceiling where it has an exposed um, kind of concrete pan floor or whatever or yep. ceiling. Um, and so that is all exposed and just painted white. And then we have a drop reclaimed wood um, kind of floating mm-hmm. ceiling that we're, it's hanging from chains, basically, or whatever that was the plan. And um then an, uh, hanging from that, the light fixture is one of those big black kind of retro spider fixtures that kind of, it's all ropey and you can, you pin them at different heights. And yeah. It's, it's really cool, but I really think we need to find a new name for it because as soon as you say spider, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. If you Google um, spider fixture, it, it will They come are up. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a custom rope light, but. Yeah. It's really cool. It and does kind of look like a spider. It does kind of. Yeah. Which is. 
whatever. Okay. Well, you guys can Google it. We maybe we'll show you a picture of that in progress on our yeah. website. I don't want to give too much of it away. No, I know you're gonna have to follow us along mm-hmm. on our Instagram because I feel like we could like start leaking pictures out once we're ready to to do that. You know, yeah. I know, but we have image. to figure out like the open houses too, and when people are gonna are actually gonna be able to see it. Yeah. I know. But so you're gonna want to make sure you're following us there. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast at bydesignpodcast.com. And then you are following us on at by design podcast on yeah. Insta. Maybe we can share a teaser. We have some herringbone floors and concrete counters. And we have this custom sign that we're doing down in the basement that's made of moss. It's really cool. It's so cool. Um, I'm excited about that because it's going to, that's where the community space is going to be. Oh, and right. We're calling it the gathering room where people, you know, gather. And yeah. So it'll be cool. And it's mm. going to be awesome. So anyway, those are, oh, and like custom, we have a bunch of custom tables made. I, I think I showed, <laughs> I showed the upside, the bottom of one of our tables because we had someone build us a 17 oh foot gosh. table. It was, um, Meridian furniture. Is that what they are? Yeah. They're out of Indianapolis, mm-hmm. Indiana. It's a great little company and they have some pretty good prices. Yeah. Basically a commercial conference table, this size size would be, you know, six grand oh no like way more than like 12 grand or something it would be crazy it's stupid yeah so they built us this huge wood table and it came and in one well you asked if it could be in multiple pieces because to get it in so i thought it came the multiple pieces was the top and one (laughs) giant 17 by 5 foot piece and then the base yeah and a giant so i thought that it came in pieces that we could assemble right or that they, their company assembled or their delivery guys assembled. assembled no <laughs> it came in one big giant top and then one big giant base so Lindsay's husband is you know just his experience with owning a construction company in the past right. and really being a great detail worker he was the only person <laughs> i would let touch it i was like please <laughs> get your husband here because he had to take the top literally apart so the planks of wood that made the t- tabletop, he had to take them apart. Yep. And the base. Yeah. And then we had to carry them downstairs. Him and Gabe, this one other guy. Um, Gabe was the, he was the mule. Yeah. Helped carry. Right. We broke his back, but we're thankful for his service. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, it but was, then he put it back together in the room and you wouldn't even know it. I know. But any designer that so. has ever done something custom and then you're like, well, it doesn't fit through the door. Wait a minute. Yeah. That was awesome. But, you know, I, I shared it because it was funny and it's, I have to, hey, I have to laugh, laugh at myself. At it. You yes. laugh. Yeah. And I don't want, you know, we don't want people to think we think we all have it figured out because oh, we don't. So and, and we like to keep it real. Because you ask the question is, can it be assembled on site? <laughs> and you think you're covering all your bases, but. Just ask no. more questions. <laughs> yes. But so. it's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. It's awesome. And then we were able to find some knockoff chairs that look like um, this classic uh, design, like Eames chairs. Oh, so it's, so it's pretty. really cool. It really is going to look For the amazing. conference room itself. So I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So thanks for serving our church Thank so you. well in our yeah. community. Like mm-hmm. It was a joy. And yeah. It's great. Can't wait to see it all put together. So. And to see like the people coming through and being loved and and challenged and growing and broken there, you know, mm-hmm. like in all the beauty of all of those things. So it's exciting for what it means for our community. Yeah. I think one time I was like in the, we were walking, something had gone wrong, you know, in projects, <laughs> things always go wrong. And I had like maybe dropped a cuss word 
Oh, and then someone like looked at me and they're like, this is the house of God or something. And I was like, no, well, not, not technically. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm pretty much a broken person. And the people that are going are gonna to be coming through these doors have to be able to drop some bombs too. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're but welcome. That, we've, we've already broken the ice for you. <laughs> just saying there was some sweat and tears involved. Yeah. And, and so, you know, yeah. we're, we're okay with our, our faults and. We, yeah. can, we can still love Jesus and cuss a little. So. <laughs> yeah, we try not to, but I'm not going to say happens, that I'm... And yeah. there's grace for that. Yes. So anyway, um, we'll be praying for future cussers that walk through the door just like myself. So <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this one, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Stay tuned. We have some fun stuff coming up. Yep. Well, thanks for tuning in and um, love you guys and appreciate you following with us and just know that we're praying for you today for you to find ways to serve and follow hard after God and um, do the hard things um, for His glory. So thanks so much. 